Welcome to the DC Animated Movie Show, a YouTube series and podcast for the prestigious, ongoing catalog of DC Animated Movies. I am your host, Benjamin David. If you're new here to the YouTube channel, then welcome to Above and Batman Beyond. And the audio from tonight's episode will also be on our DC Animated Movie Show podcast, so be sure to subscribe to both. So tonight we review the newest of DC Showcase animated shorts, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth. But before we do that, let's first acknowledge our setting here. Uh, this is our temporary Florida studio while we wait for our new studio to be ready, uh, which is also why this episode is a bit late. Not just because of the move, but more the studio space past few days. Uh, studio isn't quite ready yet, but not to worry. Uh, we still have this temporary space, and I can also just use voiceover uh, for the next few vids. So sorry about the wait the past week or so. Going live just hasn't worked with my internet access because I've been portable. But we are now officially back in business, so thank you again so much for your patience. So back to the episode here, uh, Commandy was included with the newest of DC animated features, Justice Society World War II. So both films were released together digitally on April 27th, and then the new short uh, also came with the Blu-ray release of JS World War II on May 11th. Speaking of Justice Society World War II, if you haven't seen our spoiler review of the new flick, then definitely go back, check that out. Uh, I'll put the episode link in the description below, and you can also find that review in both video and audio form. Uh, video is right here on our YouTube channel, and we split the audio from that same review from our newest crossover podcast between DC Animated Movie Show and our Above and Batman Beyond podcast. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to both of those shows if you want to hear both parts. Since we are on YouTube, please let us know in the comments below what you thought of Commandy, Last Boy on Earth, and JS World War II, uh, or any other questions and comments on DC animated movies. As always, we love to hear what you guys think. So before we jump into it, if you're new here at the channel, uh, please consider subscribing on YouTube. Click that notification bell so you don't miss any of our new content. And for the podcast listeners, please subscribe to the pod just like the vid series We Are, DC Animated Movie Show. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Again, this particular episode is available in both video and audio form, uh, so you get to pick your poison for today's show. But again, please subscribe to both since there's plenty of YouTube stuff you're obviously not going to find on the podcast, and vice versa. Follow us at Instagram, we are at DC Animated Movie Show, and follow the YouTube channel as well, we are at Batman Beyond Media. And finally, on the topic of Commandy and JS World War II, if you haven't seen our recent episode on the DCAM Fun Facts series, uh, we give you five behind-the-scenes facts on Justice Society World War II. It's a really fun video, check that out. Uh, again, you can find the video right here on our YouTube channel, and the audio is up on our DCAM's podcast feed. Alright, survivors of Commandy, let us review Commandy, the last boy on Earth. Exclamation point. Alright, for those of you watching on YouTube, once again, comment below with your thoughts on the new Commandy short. Uh, so first we'll talk about some Blu-ray and release details uh, for Commandy, and then of course we'll get to my review. But before we do that, as always, let's check in with the trusty internet movie database for some quick IMDB trivia on DC Showcase, colon, Commandy, colon, last boy on Earth, exclamation point. It's a lot of... A lot of punctuation. So from IMDb, uh, the synopsis, Commandy and his friends Prince Tufton of the Tiger Kingdom and the humanoid mutant Ben Boxer are kidnapped by a guerrilla cult dedicated to finding the reincarnation of their god, the Mighty One. Again, Commandy dropped digitally on April 27th with Justice Society World War II, same release, uh, with a physical release of May 11th. So the Commandy short is directed by Matt Peters, written by Paul Jacopo, uh, with Cameron Monaghan as Commandy, Armin Taylor as Ben Boxer, Adam Gifford as Zuma, Steve Blum as both Golgan and Tufton. Uh, music is by Robert J. Crawl. Cameron Monaghan is Ian Gallagher from Shameless, uh, one of my favorite young actors. He's so good. And he also did a great job as Jerome slash kind of Joker from the show we call Gotham. Uh, wasn't a fan of that, but he did a great job with what they gave him. Uh, ben Boxer's Armin Taylor is also Jay Garrick Flash uh, from 
JS World War II. Uh, so that's the same Flash from JS World War II, which is pretty cool. Uh, director Matt Peters is from Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. I thought that was interesting. Another post-apocalypse, Jack Kirby-inspired uh, DC animated movie. And then the writer, Paul Jacopo, uh, was on Young Justice. If you're, a junk, if you're a Young Justice fan, also did a bunch of stuff on Brave and the Bold. And then also wrote the Scooby-Doo meets Brave and the Bold uh, DC animated movie. So Rick Morales is the producer on the Commandy short, along with all four DC Showcase shorts for 2021. I found this kind of interesting. Uh, back in January, when DC announced their new lineup of shorts, they also announced Morales was set to produce all four. Uh, so after this Commandy short, as a bonus for JS War II, the other three shorts to follow are for characters based on Blue Beetle, uh, Constantine, and Vertigo's The Losers. Uh, so some kind of more obscure DC properties. I'll be excited to see those. And also, uh, if you like DC Showcase shorts, we did a video along with our Death in the Family review a couple months back. Uh, did not like that short, but I did like that there were uh, four other shorts included with that short, or three others included. Um, so if you want to hear some coverage on DC Showcase shorts, check out that video right here on the channel. Uh, so this is also from IGN. The shorts will be included as part of upcoming releases of DC movies excuse me, of DC Universe Movies collections, with the exception of the lengthier Constantine film, which will serve as an anchor for a collection of short films in 2022. That's also pretty interesting. We're going to get like a whole collection of just Constantine shorts in 2022. All four, uh, all four new short films are being produced by Rick Morales. This excites me a lot, who previously worked on Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Very few people liked the new Mortal Kombat action, uh, live action movie, but that animated movie last year, 2020... Um, excellent. Produced by WB Animation, stars Joel McHale from Community, uh, written by Jeremy Adams, who also wrote J.S. World War II, <coughs> excuse me, and um, Batman Soul of the Dragon. It's great. Uh, so definitely check out Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Point is, if you didn't like the new live action movie, it doesn't matter, because there's a great Mortal Kombat movie from last year. Since Commandy's not the best known DC character, so some quick comic history on the character, and we'll also get a little deeper into this later, um, specifically in relation to this movie. So kind of the comic that inspired specifically this movie. Um, this is a 1972 Commandy Last Boy on Earth is a uh, 1972 Jack Kirby creation. This is also the guy, of course, uh, Fourth World, Apocalypse, the father of Darkseid himself, uh, inspired my tattoo. <laughs> a lot of the art from Jack Kirby um, even inspired Batman Beyond. Much of the the Silver Age and uh, Bruce Tim, just Jack Kirby's a beast, right? So this is a Jack Kirby creation. Also from IGN, uh, Commandy focuses on the titular last surviving boy on Earth following a, quote, great disaster that resulted in animals becoming to possess human-level intelligence and humans reverting to their baser instincts. So you could see as a Beyond fan why I like this with the, uh, the Splicer influence. <laughs> uh, humanoid animals, big fan of that kind of stuff. So Blu-ray and release details, uh, again, Commandy dropped digitally on April 27th, along with JS World War II, and Blu-ray release was May 11th, so it's now out. Uh, Best Buy exclusive with Barry Allen Flash figure. If you like the Best Buy exclusives, uh, there's typically Best Buy puts out an exclusive per every DC animated movie. Maybe not every single, but most of the ones recently, and they usually come with a little figurine. So I got this one for JS World War II, uh, and then I also got the Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Honestly, if... I, I thought I was going to like J.S. World War II a lot more than I did, so I pre-ordered the Best Buy exclusive. Uh, I don't know if I would have, honestly, because I was, just wasn't a huge fan of the movie. I always buy digitally the DCAM and then the, the physical release to support it both, uh, even if I kind of don't like it. Maybe if I really don't like it, I'll, I won't buy the physical. Most of the time, I buy the digital and the physical. In the case of this, like the Best Buy exclusives, I'm not going to buy all three unless I really love it. Mortal Kombat 
Scorpion's Revenge, definitely bought all three. Um, so I got the uh, Scorpion figure coming, and the, or I already got that, and then I got to pick up my uh, Barry Allen Flash figure. I mean, now that it's pre-ordered and I like Commandy, and there are aspects of JF Bulwer 2 I do like, but check out my review for kind of my issues with that movie. Point is, I don't think it was enough for me to spend $33 uh, at Best Buy, but it is worth it if you really like the movie. So some special features on both the digital and Blu-ray. Uh, I bought this movie on Vudu, Movies Anywhere as always. Uh, you know, it, it can bring your Vudu stuff and your Amazon stuff all into Movies Anywhere. I love Movies Anywhere. The new DC Showcase uh, short, Commandy Last Boy on Earth, was part of one of the, it was just like a special feature included. Long Halloween Sneak Peek was another special feature. Adventures in Storytelling, this is a JS World War II kind of round table discussion uh, with the filmmakers of JS World War II behind the scenes stuff. Uh, there were also previews of Justice League V Teen Titans and Wonder Woman Bloodlines, kind of like filler extra uh, special features. And then finally a high-res gallery feature, which is something that uh, I love so much with the uh, Movies Anywhere feature. It, it, you know, when you get the special features, when you order something and now it's in your Movies Anywhere, you get this gallery of high-res stills that I absolutely love. Um, so check that out if you haven't seen them. So if you like behind the scenes and kind of special features, uh, on our last JS World War II DCAM Fun Facts video that I mentioned, there's a bunch of B-roll from the uh, special features of JS World War II. So you get to see some animatics and, again, some behind-the-scenes stuff. All right, guys, so my review. Um, some initial thoughts. This short is a lot of fun. I saw it twice. Uh, liked it much better the second time. <laughs> the animation is possibly the best part. Beside motion comics, I don't recall seeing animation this close to actual source material. Like, I was saying this in the JS World War II review about this short that, like, I could not believe... It, it is like you are in a 1972 comic. Um, it's so good. The end credits uh, are literally the the Commandy Last Boy on Earth number one cover from, I think, 1972 when it comes out. Um, it's amazing. It's got the DC logo on it, like comic, uh, you know, approved by comics code thing. It's got the 20 cents or whatever the price was. Unbelievable. Really cool. Um, I did go back and read parts of issue one, which is pretty cool, on the DC Universe Infinite. If you're not signed up for DC Universe Infinite, it's totally worth it. It's like... If you buy two comics a month, it's totally worth it. So sign up for that if you can. Um, and I read, went back and, and didn't read the whole thing, but I went through it and, like, I noticed in the beginning there's a sign that's broken down and it says New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> and then that's where they go to this place called Tiger City, which, again, there's humanoid tigers and lions and tigers and bears, oh my, gorillas. Uh, Tiger City is in Jersey, bitch. <laughs> Very proud of that. Um... I like that it's post-apocalypse, so it's this post-apocalyptian story of Commandy, the last boy on Earth, showing up to this, what is New York City, um, and we'll talk about kind of the story beats, but the point is it's post-apocalypse. I personally tend to love these stories, kind of beyond to an extent is, it's not apocalyptian, but it's, or apocalyptical, whatever the hell the adjective of that is, uh, but it is kind of uh, dystopian, future, so I am obviously interested in that kind of stuff, sci-fi and, and specifically kind of dystopian post-apocalypse future stuff. Uh, excellent take on post-apocalypse, like really fun stuff, man. Um, we're going to get to some of the Planet of the Apes influence and really obvious, like the Statue of Liberty imagery in a minute and stuff, but I do just like story-wise these last-of-their-kind stories, right? He's the last boy on Earth. Um, Raised by Wolves was a lot like that, that HBO Max uh, original series from last year, which I am obsessed with. If you haven't seen that, if you like sci-fi, this kind of stuff, oh my god, Ridley Scott himself. Uh, speaking of Blade Runner, speaking of Batman Beyond, check that out. Terminator, of course, uh, last of their kind stories, you know, the last of the humans. And so it, it, 
with these post-apocalypse stories, oftentimes you'll have the sole survivor and or the warrior poet. Um, so these are kind of just branches of what you'll typically see with tropes of post-apocalypse, where again, sole survivor, but also this guy's a warrior poet, which means if you're not familiar, you know, he, warrior poets are like the people who, they're warriors, obviously, but they're also poet insofar as, you know, these people are faced with life and death all the time, kind of the most basic philosophical questions these people are faced with all the time they're not just sitting behind a computer screen and like me talking about things they're actually out there like uh, battling life and death all the time they're constantly faced with life and death they're constantly faced with you know what is important to me in my life what is not what does it mean to be you know uh, human and happy and all that stuff because they're constantly battling for their lives uh, it's this interesting trope of the warrior poet right so I liken this that he becomes the warrior poet through education from his grandfather, right? So it's like, and this kind of makes me emotional, man. I like, as a former teacher, this is one of my favorite aspects of this character. Like, you know, just the idea that you can teach anyone. And that's what's so important about becoming educated. And it doesn't have to be like classical academia for your education, just whatever you're interested in, like whatever matters to you, like learn things, man. And like, just there are some basic survey i think what's good about maybe just 12 years of school for anyone is just it gives you that base of uh, you can pass down this knowledge and anyone can learn it like black white you know not to be on a, a soapbox or whatever but in this case the last boy on earth he's the last human like you could totally just give up and not educate the future but this guy's i think it was his grandfather or his uncle um that to me that the heroic virtues of this character come from this education in the most desperate of situations. Like I love stories of people coming out of the hood or people coming out of really poor, desperate situations via their education. Um, that to me is so impactful. And like coming from, you know, me personally, not to get too deep into it, but just like, I didn't have the best background, but education got me personally out of that. And education can, can guide people and give them these virtues. And that to me was just really strong. Um, Another example, like that same compassion taught to him actually wins him the battle. So being the, the poet and being this kind of uh, reflective philosopher type person and being strong in his will and his character and his virtues, like that's what actually wins him the battle then, for example, when he says like, you know, I was taught compassion for all living things, even monsters. So I thought that was interesting, like tying that into the action um, very much like, you know, Batman could kill anyone he wants, but you tie it into the action that he has all these gadgets and does all this stuff to prevent people from dying, even though he beats the heck out of them and he could kill them anytime, right? So tying the action in with the, the virtues of the character, it was, uh, again, until my second viewing and knowing I was going to review this, I didn't think this deeply about it, but like, it ended up making me emotional at times. And it's cool getting Jack Kirby's take on a favorite story of mine, post-apocalypse. And then that got me curious about his interest in the idea of apocalypse slash apocalypse IPS. <laughs> so the new gods in the fourth world were created by Jack Kirby in 1971, just a year before Commandy in 1972. So that just made me think, you know, this guy's really interested in, in post-apocalypse and it's fun getting not just another post-apocalypse story from Jack Kirby, but a year apart. 
So I mentioned the Planet of the Apes before and kind of the influence slash timeline on Commandy. Uh, that Statue of Liberty post-apocalypse thing is that is iconic to the uh, Planet of the Apes. So I'm like, there had to be some apes influence. So I did the comic research about a week ago. I'm not like crystal on all this, but the point is that DC Comics actually wanted the rights to apes. Um, couldn't get them, I believe. But then the editors still insisted on the Statue of Liberty imagery. Interestingly, apparently in opposition to Jack Kirby's wishes. Like, he was like, this is so obvious now. Um, so they wanted Kirby to adapt. The apes couldn't get, you know, again, the, the rights to it. And they kind of just went ahead and did Commandy anyway. And Commandy was also, to be fair, a mashup of, like, an old Jack Kirby story from the 50s, I think. Um, and he kind of put it together. But the point of all of this is that, yeah, DC Comics was very well aware how Planet of the Apes this was, to the point where they were like, all right, you don't want to give us the rights to it? We'll come up with our own apes, you know, humanoid animals, the last people on Earth, like the big Statue of Liberty thing. Um, that kind of had to hurt Jack Kirby a little bit, maybe to draw that Statue of Liberty. So this was great, of course. Uh, the three ideals of the Great One. So the whole time, Commandy's got to go through this series of kind of obstacles this really deadly <laughs> obstacle course, Field Day from Hell, uh, set up by these humanoid apes and tigers and stuff. And Commandy, you know, rows into broken down New York on his rowboat. And there's the Statue of Liberty there, of course. And then the story begins. But he's got to go through this these series of super deadly things. And they keep mentioning the Great One, the Great One. Um, so then at the end, of course, 3, 2, 1, spoilers, it's reviewed that the great one that they worship so much after Commandy achieves all these um, obstacles, which I'll get to in a minute what they meant, it's revealed that Superman is the great one that they refer to. So these obstacles, again, are about like, uh, we end up finding out, you know, how you went through these obstacles and how you got through it and how you interacted with the other people in the group. Because again, he's with Ben Boxer, he's with a couple other characters. Um, Zuma, I believe is his name. And it's how you interacted with them, if you saved them, if you didn't, you know, were you a hero through all these deadly things where you got to swing through this stuff and acid spraying on you. Um, and so you get your action through that, but then you end up finding out that it's these three virtues that won Commandy, which are wisdom, sacrifice, and mercy for your enemy. Um, I just thought that was really cool, very clear, like throw on this short in a, you know, uh, story 101, Heroes 101 story or, or uh, class. You could even do this in middle school, I think this would be appropriate. I mean, this is just such a clear, great story. Then, of course, th their symbol of the great one is Superman. Um, really cool stuff. So is this a setup for more shorts? You know, at the very end, they say that there is a prophecy. Commandy is part of this prophecy that one of the, um, you know, the leaders of this gorilla humanoid... <laughs> Uh, group who was putting him through these tasks, uh, through these obstacle courses and stuff. He said there's a prophecy of Commandy himself of this last boy on earth. So there's more adventures to come. He reveals that, but says, like, he waits till Commandy actually leaves, you know, the gorilla place and or leaves New York and is like, you know, we haven't told him about the prophecy. Um, so is that a setup for sequels? I don't know. But once again, I do really love that Commandy was able to, through the education that he had, um, through all of the tumultuous, deadly adventures that he had had leading up to this kind of obstacle course of virtues, um, he was able to pass this test and, you know, again, sacrifice himself. He runs through the, uh, to give examples of it, you know, he runs through the acid in that one part 
uh, to save Ben Boxer. Ben Boxer is able to put his you know, turn his skin into metal, which Commandy, because of his education, is smart enough to know, like, uses his wisdom and, and his education and goes, oh, uh, skin, you know, skin will dissolve slower than some metals, which I didn't even friggin' know. I mean, this kid's end of the world and knows more than I do. Um, and so he runs through the acid and damages himself. He shows compassion, even for, I think Zuma was the character, that big gorilla guy. And Zuma's like, you show compassion for Zuma? <laughs> Um, he was surprised that he would save, he would sacrifice himself for someone who's a bad guy. Um, but again, these are the virtues of Superman or our DC gods, which um, is just so beautiful. Really cool. And again, to get such a, an obscure character like Commandy, I mean, this is bottom of the, like, who the hell knows who Commandy Last Boy on Earth is, unless you're a DC Comics person. Um, not your uh, top tier characters. To still call back to Superman um, is, is really just it, it gives you those chills of a DC Comics fan, right? Uh, that's kind of our cross of the DC universe. So, closing thoughts again. I really did love the short. I liked it better the second time, um, probably because I just put a little more thought into it, and knowing that I was going to review it and stuff, put a little more research into the background of Commandy. Um, go deep with this, you know. Go not deep, deep. Just go a little deeper with this, and, and give this short a second chance if you've only seen it a first time, or if you haven't seen it at all, definitely check it out. Um, I think it's, though, perfect for a shorter story. <laughs> Not sure about a feature. Again, the whole, like, humanoid animal thing, it's fun to an extent, but I wasn't a big Apes fan. I don't know why. It just never was. I love those new Matt Reeves movies, um, but unless the humanoid animal thing is done right, <laughs> you know, like, Splicers did it great. Uh, of course, the whole DCAU does it uh, a great job with it, with Man Bat and, and a bunch of other characters, but it can get... There can be there's a layer of cheese, a very thick layer of cheese on humanoid animals uh, in in the post apocalypse. So keeping this short keeps the cheese level manageable. Uh, again, not sure about a commandy feature like that. There's a short, and I would love to see a series of it. Uh, the themes are really powerful. Like I said, very clearly executed, and that's why I think like it would be good for a middle school, even middle school, edu you know, uh, elementary school, maybe minus some of the violence, but like it's just so clear that these, how these, uh, virtues are, the virtues of Kamehameha, the virtues of, uh, of a hero, uh, are expressed in this, very clearly done and, and well done. Um, I enjoyed the tie-in with Superman DC mythology, as I said, uh, looking forward to future Kamehameha shorts basing on that, based on that prophecy. Like, I really honestly, I know I said this like three times now, but I really want to see more of these shorts. Don't need a feature. I want more shorts. And then finally, uh, this and the Long Halloween sneak peek. Uh, that's the extra, the special features. That made this JS World War II purchase much more worth it. I was saying I was not much of a fan of this, the feature of JS World War II. Uh, but I did like Commandy and I did love the Long Halloween sneak peek. All right, and that is it for our review of DC Showcase Shorts, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth. Once again, before we go, uh, check out our newest YouTube videos here on the channel covering Justice Society World War II. Uh, one video was for our DCAM Fun Facts on JS World War II, and then last week was our YouTube slash podcast review of the film. Uh, speaking of new DC animated movies, don't forget about our recent vid coverage of Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. That movie comes out this summer, and we now have two videos and podcasts covering that movie. One is called The Godfather of Long Halloween that I mentioned, and then the other is our trailer reaction for the upcoming movie. And for the ABB podcast, last week's JS World War II review is a crossover with our Above and Batman Beyond podcast, so be sure to subscribe there for both parts of that review. And of course, pick up your copy of Commandy Last Boy on Earth. Again, the Commandy short comes with the new JS World War II movie. 
now available both digitally and Blu-ray 4K. So if you're new here at the channel, please consider subscribing on YouTube. Click that notification bell so you don't miss any of our new content. And for the podcast listeners, please subscribe to the pod. Just like the vid series, we are DC Animated Movie Show. You can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Again, this particular episode is available in both video and audio form, so you get to pick your poison for today's show. But again, please subscribe to both since there's plenty of YouTube stuff you're obviously not going to find on the podcast and vice versa. Follow us on Instagram. We are at DC Animated Movie Show. And follow the YouTube channel as well. We are at Batman Beyond Media. So this has been Benjamin David. And remember, animated, we stand.